So you may have read the headlines over the weekend that the president and the White House have decided to send cluster bombs to the Ukraine. Cluster bombs, which are basically bombs that can saturate large, large areas of land. Shrapnel flies out everywhere. They don't all explode. There's usually a lot of collateral damage. And the bombs sit there and become basically landmines for anybody who stumbles into that area down the road. A lot of places, a lot of nations no longer even use these. I want to bring in a very special guest who we have this afternoon. His name is Matt Drozd, and he is a former high-ranking military official. He actually served at the Pentagon and the State Department as uh, working for the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, three different ones. He's a combat veteran as well. Matt, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Appreciate it. I am surprised that, one, we still have these things, but, two, that we would send them to another nation. You're exactly right. Um, you know, cluster bombs have been outlawed by 120 nations. And, you know, they still lurk around even after they've been dropped. You know, they only uh, they explode upon hitting the ground. And the explosion rates anywhere that's not exploded is anywhere from, you know, up to 40% of them are not exploded. So they're going to lay around on that ground over there. And who's, who are they going to point the finger at when some child or some innocent civilian down the road here gets you know, in Laos, there was approximately 50,000 of those civilians. Half of them were killed by, um, injured later by cluster bombs. Half of them were children. And, um, you know, this is ludicrous. I, I, and first of all, the president's own ambassador, uh, right in front of the UN, where's our word? How good are we? How good are we on our words? Said, uh, this, you know, called it against, out against cluster bombs. They used to cluster bombs and called it, you know, and that's next, you know, what's next? Nuclear weapons? In any event, said that. And then down the road, the president turns around and says, oh, we're sending cluster bombs. What good's our word? And what good are we as a nation if we allow that to happen? Let's talk, Matt, about how the bombs are deployed on the battlefield. Are they dropped from aircraft? Are they fired from missiles? And what happens when they hit the ground? How do these things work? They mainly are dropped from the aircraft, and when they come down, they don't explode until they hit onto the ground. And that's the, the problem is that a lot of them don't explode. So they sit around like landmines, you know, they could sit around for decades. And in fact, that's what happened in a lot of other countries where they were dropped. Some looked around for about 10 years. And... Um, you know, they will not detonate unless they impact onto the ground. Now, they can be launched from other areas, but the main source is dropping from aircraft. And then it hits, you know, a, a radius of about three football fields. It'll, it'll, uh, they can bounce and they can hit uh, neighboring buildings, uh, innocent civilians. Um, it's just the damage goes on and on. It doesn't, it doesn't happen at that instant meaning the damage is going to lurk later on, and it's going to lurk, and it's going to hit innocent civilian population. They should not be used. They should be outlawed. They're, to me, they're probably one next to the nuclear use of a nuclear weapon. It's that bad. That's how bad they are. When was the last time the United States not. used these sort of weapons on the battlefield? In Laos, Vietnam, and those areas. They used a ton of them, a ton of them. And, and again, they lurked around a long time after that of innocent civilians. You know, you look at this. You know, people don't realize, too, we put $75 billion so far, and a lot of that munitions have done the destruction in Ukraine. You know, that, I mean, of course, the Russians and our munitions that were fired within Ukraine. You know what it costs 
it's going to cost to rebuild Ukraine. The United World, the World Bank estimates $411 billion. Over close to five times. Who's going to, who's going to pay for that? American people? Are we supposed to pay for it again? You know, it's, it's getting out of hand, and these two leaders, you know, don't get me wrong, Putin's, you know, way out there. He's totally wrong with this approach. And, but what's on the table? You know, we're putting – think of this one. The American people ought to think of this. We put $75 billion into that country in war goods. And the, one, the president of Ukraine keeps saying, well, it's not, it's not on negotiation. Why don't we have someone at a negotiation table – hearing what's going on and get some professional arbiters in there, arbitrators in there that can get this resolved without killing all these innocent people. And, you know, it doesn't include just Ukrainian people. It includes these innocent soldiers. I can think of our own from Russia, too, that go over there. They don't know where they're going. They don't know why they're going. All they know is they're dying, too. So, you know, a funny thing, I'll tell you something. I remember this commercial. Maybe this is the way it should be. This old commercial, it's a long time ago. These two black limousines pull up. These two guys get out in suits, you know, and they start duking it out. They start fighting. They were leaders of the country. To quote Harry Truman. <laughs> to quote Harry Truman. If war, and here's a guy dropped the, you know, the atom bomb. Right. To quote him, he said this. If we do not eradicate war from the face of this earth, war will eradicate us. And cluster bombs are something that should have never been allowed. This president, any president, any person that condones this, after going back on the word and having their own U.N. ambassador condemn them in front of all these United Nations, and now says we're going we're gonna to distribute them and give them to Ukraine, we're just as guilty as they are of using them. Hey, Matt, quick it's question wrong. for you. you. Were you at the Pentagon during 9-11? I was there during 9-11. I served for actually three chairmen of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. I served uh, under uh, Rumsfeld in his executive sports center. I served in the National Military Command Center, one of uh, 30 on two. What was that morning like? Take us back to that morning. It was unbelievable. Here's, I'll tell you, it, it probably sums it up like this. God bless these people. You know, they said, you know, everybody was told, when you were a kid, you were told where you go to fire drills. You know, you go here, you go there. Now, there's 30 cat teams. There's two cat teams that do the bidding of the chairman, meaning we put the briefs together. I was part of that cat team. 10 to 10, 10 to 10. You're, you're, you serve from 10 in the morning, 10 at night, 10 at night, 10 in the morning, and then you have about an hour in brief, an hour out brief. Now, what these people do is this. They do put, collect all that intel. They put it together, and they give that brief to the White House, the SecDef, the Secretary of Defense, and the chairman, and based upon those briefs, they make decisions. So anyhow, here's what it was like. One of the members, everybody else was told where they evacuate to. So one of the members on our team raised the answer, sir, where do we go if we get slimed again? And his answer was, you don't go anywhere. You die with a watch. The other team picks it up. Wow. So you stay in place. And that's what it was like. You know, it was, um, they took, you know, I, I, you know, I wrote a book on Ukraine, Return of the Russian Yeah, Star, yeah. And, uh, a lot of that encompasses what I'm telling you about Ukraine and I look at both sides. In that, it's, it's a neat book because anybody who enjoyed it, it's, it's romance and all that. It's like a Cinderella Rocky type story. But at the end, I show what could happen to Putin. And it's a pretty good, and it's looking that way. It's starting to go the way what I said in that book, what I predicted. It Matt. takes a consortium to do it. Thank you for being with us. The book is Return of the Russian Tsar. 
Retired Lieutenant Colonel Matt Droge. Thank you so much, Matt. Yeah, you, no problem. They can find it on Amazon, a lot of places. And listen, thank you. And, you know, let's let's pray. You know, we, we you know, this this has got to stop. These innocent people are dying yep. and they got to get to the table and negotiate and resolve this now. And who's going to rebuild it? The American people have paid enough. We have enough problems here in this country. We've got to start taking care of our own right now. We haven't done that as we should. Matt, thank, thank you. you sir.